and I can I can <clears throat> I don't I don't know yet how to edit like in the middle. I can figure it out though, but I know how to like edit the beginning and end. Beautiful. Um, I yo, <laughs> that meal looks fucking delicious. Homie, homie. Yeah, I got a little Tokyo Express little a little shrimp and veggie and soba noodle. What you mm. eating? Um, well, I ate crap earlier as 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 I texted with you. Um, uh, it got really bloated, so I'm actually eating the stuff that made me bloated, which is chicken wings and chips. Oh, but I am drinking yeah. a kombucha with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's not that bad in the grand scheme of it all. No. I'll feel better tomorrow. And that's oh, the shoot. beauty of usually well, eating healthy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Well, this is our first uh, recording, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the podcast is Cave Syndrome. Um, you want to explain what Cave Syndrome is? Man, Cave Syndrome, it came out in... It was an article I think you sent me mm-hmm. that was it just really hit home as far as not wanting to <laughs> not wanting to leave the cave, which is like pretty similar to before all this corona business started. Uh, but now even more so, we got that cave syndrome. So the housewives are really helping to keep us afloat right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. And isn't it funny that, like, when that article came out, it was when, like, people were getting vaccinated and stuff was opening back up and it really seemed like, you know, we were turning a corner. And weren't we right to have that cave, cave syndrome all, around, all, all along because uh, we're by, <laughs> right back where we started. Oh, dude, for real. And, like, the like the cave not being the place to be anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that freaked me out than us moving back into the cave <laughs> <laughs> Love the cave. <laughs> mm-hmm. well so this is a housewives podcast mm-hmm. i mean i guess i mean we actually haven't discussed this yet. But, I mean, maybe here and there we could throw a little Shaw's in there or something. Mm, mm. We can do whatever we want, man. Hell yeah. We could, we could <laughs> always do like, always do prioritize housewives at the beginning and then do like, you know, Shaw's and nice. at the end. I don't know. I, I say that just because I listen to a lot of housewives podcasts and I hate it when in the middle of the podcast they start talking about like summer house. Because yeah. I watch Summer House. So, exactly. You know, save that shit for the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. where should we start? We've got Beverly Hills, uh, Roni, and Potomac are the current ones. Which one do you want to start with? Man, I'd say start. let's start with Beverly Hills. Because I just caught up with you on that. And apparently it, it didn't film this week. No, it didn't. Do you know why? Um, or it didn't play this week? Usually mid-season, they do, with all the franchises, they'll usually take a week off mid-season. And they'll play, usually know it's coming, because at the end of the most current episode, they'll play, like, the mid-season trailer. And we got that last week. Man. 
That is a well-oiled machine right there. I know, bravo, man. Mr. Cohen. Andy Cohen. Fucking love bravo. Man. So, I guess <laughs> typically we'll go, like, week by week the and talk about the, you know, most recent episodes. But since this is Sweet. our first episode of the podcast, we can just talk overall about how the seasons are going so far. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the... Uh, We've had well, we've had you know a few gems in Beverly Hills. Um, we have the addition of Kathy. How are you feeling about Kathy Hilton? Thank goodness for Kathy. Like, I feel like this season would just be way too heavy if Kathy wasn't there. Who is Hunky Dory? <laughs> <laughs> The most recent episode, she talked about how there was a solar eclipse that hasn't happened in 600 years. Yeah. She was like, and Kyle said something like, oh, I hate stuff like that. (laughs) I I think that was Dorit who said that. Mm Mm-hmm. That could have been, because she was in the kitchen. I'm like, damn, you hate it. Yeah. I, that's that's pretty strong. I would just not care about it. It's too woo woo. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her and her uh, Connecticut accent. Mm. Is that one? Yeah, she's from Connecticut. Mm. Have you seen that YouTube video of her from like I don't know what year it's from. Let's just say 2011. Actually, I think it might be 2013. Um, where she's having it's a YouTube video and um she's having a fashion show and they interview her and her voice is a one hundred would you stop? Sorry, that was my dog's chewing on a pen. Um her voice, her accent, one hundred percent American. Whoa. Accent. Like the after show. I'm Googling it or I'm searching for it right now. Yeah. It she sounds the she sounds nothing like she sounds now. There's one called After Show Dorit Kemsley's disappearing accent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I'm turning it on real quick. Ow. Oh shit. Man, Erica came on strong with her emotions again this this episode. It just seems so staged. So let's let's talk about Erica. Um let's go we'll go in kind of the steps of how this has played out on the show. Um so the nice. first thing that happens in regards to Tom, would you not do that? In regards to Tom, is um she announces her divorce via text message to the ladies right before it gets released she chose election day to um release that story because she thought it would get buried in the press um and she sends a rather like i don't know the right word for it i don't want to say cold even though she defines herself as cold she sends a rather like bland cold text message. I don't remember what it says word for word, but it's basically just like, Hey ladies, um, Tom and I are getting a divorce. Thank you for your support. Yeah. I remember that. And they had just been in where, where, where were they? Like Tahoe. 
and she was saying all these great things about Tom. I found the I found the um text. You want me to read it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it says Erica Girardi, nine fifteen a.m. Because she texted him early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I truly consider you my close friends, and this is why I'm reaching out to tell you that I filed for divorce this morning. Thank you for supporting me. This will be tough. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So, this is before any news has come out about um, Tom stealing money from widows and orphans and burn victims. So that's before any of that news has been released. Um... So I think that news, that news broke exactly, almost exactly a month after she filed for divorce. Um, So after she sends that text message, then we start getting the story of her moving out and moving into a little house that's $10,000 a month in rent. Mm. Um, That's a nice spot. I would love to live in her new house. uh, Right? What was it like three bedrooms? I don't know how many mm-hmm. bathrooms. She yep. gets to dedicate bedrooms, make them closet clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has Mikey helping her and her assistant. She still has an assistant, oddly enough. Yeah. And like even all... to this day. Dude, and like all the housewives seem to have her back, like blindly almost. Oh yeah. Except for, like, I guess we're going to see some more stuff coming from Sutton. Mm. Um, oh, oh yeah. my god. Dude, Sutton, like, mm, don't even get me started. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll get to Crystal and Sutton. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, nice. Good organization. But it does, in the, <laughs> the mid-season trailer showed us some conflict between Erica mm-hmm. and Sutton. Oh, yeah, but what I was going to say about Sutton? Yeah. Um, In the last episode that I, I this podcast like she went over to war- to give Erica like a happy housewarming gift mm-hmm. and she gave her that like pink Dolce and Gabbana Queens book oh god and oh she, yeah and she was like anytime Erica gets sad she could look me up in the book girl that's so weird <laughs> sounds a little weird <laughs> she did really open up about her dad in this episode too but anyway we're still on erica erica's not gonna get out this easy i I loved erica at first see i mm, i i can say there were times where i liked her but i i Mm. always felt a little weird about erica Mm -hmm, because you got those spidey senses right (laughs) there's something that wasn't wasn't quite right (laughs) And last season, her just jumping on the bandwagon against Denise. She also jumped on the bandwagon against LVP. And I don't know. Your fave. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, no, no, no. I I thought you meant LR, but you said LVP. Oh, God, I hate LR. We kind of stand LVP on this show. I, LVP, here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> I she needs totally to come believe, back I totally believe she leaks <laughs> stories to the press <laughs> however I don't have a problem with that mm. because those ladies kind of I hate they deserve it you know like 
I can't get mad at a woman who rescues dogs. I can't. Seriously. No. She's like, she's like, I think one of the the only ones who actually work. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really work. Yeah. Like, are out there with the restaurants and stuff, just like killing it. Right. And, and I think they were jealous of her a little bit. Oh, probably. I mean, they all just, like, they just made such a big deal out of her leaking stories to the press. Like, who gives a shit? You know? And you're not piling on Erica now? Yeah. I know. Uh, That's been a problem with this franchise, is they like to pile on one person for and make it a storyline for the whole entire season. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that somebody actually has done something allegedly fucked up yeah everything we say here is yeah and in our opinion (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) so erica announces her divorce and then a month later the news of the victims comes out that news breaks it also happens to break while production has been shut down because kyle kathy and dorit all test positive for covid Oh. So when the news breaks, they have to film on Zoom calls. That's right. Yeah. So this is where we had already started to see the theatrics. Like in her confessionals, talking about Tom being so cold and the house being so lonely, even though she has her whole glam squad. Um, And... Now, the theatrics really start to kick into gear Um, because the news of the victims comes out. And then once production starts up again, that's where she has that meeting with Kyle. Um, Oh, the fateful meeting. The mascara. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really liked uh, Sutton got a question on Watch What Happens Live about the mascara specifically about the tweet that fucking camille grammar put out yeah man i hate camille um i'm sorry like i i like the tweet but i don't like where it came from um i'm looking it up yeah look it up and um when you get it read it and and we'll talk about uh sutton's response and she also was on with uh, I don't uh, forgive me. I don't know who the person is who she was on with. It was a soap opera actress. That's why I don't know when I watch soap operas. Yes. Um, we'll talk about their reactions to the tweet. It was very telling. Okay, good call. What should I search? Um, search Camille oh. Erica tweet. Okay. <laughs> nice man erica's eyes are <laughs> erica's, <laughs> erica's eyes are huge uh okay so bulangerchi what did you just say bulangerchi Oh, <laughs> is that Denise? <laughs> I have no clue what you're saying. Oh, right now. So, <laughs> so, um, so I found the tweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was Bulan Gerchi? So let me let me see if I can send you a picture while we're talking. Can you hear me still? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just sent you the picture of what I'm looking at right now. Now, I don't know if I'll be able to pull it up because I don't know if I can leave this app. If you like, if you scroll up on the app, it'll still record. Scroll up on the app. Oh, sweet. Or, or swipe up. up. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. I'm still on here. Boom on here. Oh, that was just somebody who replied to her. <laughs> Okay, so what did did her tweet say? Okay, so her tweet said, In the Bahamas, season nine, and we were all swimming in the water. I don't remember seeing EJ's mascara run after swimming underwater. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... So that tweet gets brought up on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy Cohen asks for Sutton's reaction. And Sutton basically just said, well, I do know there is waterproof mascara, or I do know waterproof mascara exists. And then the soap opera actress basically says, like, um, you know... Because Andy was like, do people, do women think about whether or not they're going to put on waterproof mascara or not? Mm. And the soap opera actress says, well, I do, because when I'm filming, you know, it depends on what kind of scene I'm going to be shooting. Oh. And then Sutton was like, that's a good answer. Dude, Sutton get a, gave a good answer there, too. <laughs> yeah. I got to hand it to her. that was so southern but even like yes that was southern (laughs) so southern shade that soap opera actress like that was really (laughs) telling like i'm a soap opera actress Mm -hmm. and i know what kind of mascara to put on depending on the scene that i'm filming so if it's a a scene where she's going to be crying she would not go for the waterproof mascara dude what was erica doing she was going to film a scene with kyle that is brilliant. I didn't. I was so focused on Sutton's response to that. I didn't even really pay attention to what the um, soap opera person said. Yeah, that yeah. really puts it into perspective. Because you know she's got like a million mascaras. She knows. Oh yeah, she's she got knows. a freaking glam squad. Probably like, like, oh, we need to cry today. Let's put this on. Yes, exactly. <sighs> and then, like, who doesn't wipe their face while they're crying? Ew, bro, she was wiping her snot all over her freaking hands. But that's what was really fucking bugging me because watching this scene, <laughs> it, it was so hard because all I could think was, is she going to wipe her face? Like, I couldn't pay attention because I was so distracted. Like, why isn't she wiping her face? Wipe your face. I mean, we know why she wasn't wiping her face, but still it was very okay. telling. I kind of want to rewatch that little bit of her, of her having a cry. Yeah, it's wild. Because she just wasn't wiping her eyes, but no. she was wiping her nose. That's for damn sure. It was so much snot. It was. <laughs> it was pretty gross. <laughs> and then it's like, why isn't Kyle handing her something to wipe her face with? And it's like because Kyle. 
my thoughts were oh. oh by the way we never told these people our freaking names <laughs> <laughs> my name is truthfully my name is kyle <laughs> the og kyle and my name is allison <laughs> I'm right, there's nice any housewives named allison <laughs> nice to meet you yeah but but you know who is named allison oh on shaw's no, this is a house. This is not a housewife. This is on housewives. This is a. This is like a legend. A legend on the housewives named Allison. Yes, I don't remember that season one. <gasps> at Camille's house, <laughs> the dinner with the psychic who was oh smoking my- the fake cigarette. Her name is Allison. <laughs> yes that person is perfect i'm looking them up (laughs) oh my god but yeah um um wow i don't even remember what i was freaking talking about allison dubois yeah allison dubois okay i need to get my sights on her we're still focused on erica i just searched her um like on google just to see what was up today yeah oh uh, oh word up okay allison dubois maybe we can get i would love to also get bronwyn's mom on our show oh my god the dark (laughs) spirit oh i shouldn't say that we're not gonna get her on (laughs) (laughs) um but Erica, from today, there's an article that's, let's see, I'm just searching Erica Girardi. It's talking about how Real Housewives of, like, what was um, filmed might come back to haunt her, basically. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, yeah, Erica Jane investigator plans to use this is US Weekly, but it's the headline says Erica Jane investigator plans to use inconsistent statements from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Tom Girardi case. <laughs> well, let's get there, okay? Because Bravo, <laughs> Bravo did the shadiest thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> so while the storyline of um Erica talking about Tom basically deteriorating and having alzheimer's or dementia or whatever while she's talking about that so bravo have you ever watched any of those um episodes they release like after the new episode that's the never before seen episode which is basically the same exact episode as an old one only there's a few scenes that didn't make the original cut have you ever watched one of those (coughs) um we're in the wild we're in the wild west (coughs) Um, we're in north carolina (laughs) okay i ain't doing shit listen to what bravo did (laughs) so bravo one of the never before scenes that they released was this was before Erica started talking about Tom deteriorating okay there was a scene filmed between Kyle and Maurizio Mauricio Mo um Maurice he has so many different names that people call him um but they released a scene 
where it's Kyle and Mauricio talking about how with it and young and sharp Tom is. Ooh. Uh-huh. When, do you know when that clip was from? Uh, it was, I, I believe it was filmed before um, Erica started talking about how not with it he is. Okay, that's fair. Because I think it might have been Lisa Renna. Oh, God. Or someone in this last episode, they replayed, like, the bit where Tom and Erica were at dinner and he, like, basically, like, is super condescending to her. But Oh, yeah. Le- Lisa Renna also mentioned how it seemed like Tom was totally together, too. Yep. Which is, like, it's it can be hard. Especially going through that. Mm-hmm. Like, but... I mean, he was practicing law. Like, he wouldn't have been able to have cases if he was really losing his shit like that, don't you think? Yeah, and then on one of the other podcasts I listened to, I don't know which one, uh, <laughs> it might, it was either Andy's Girls, Bitch Sesh, it was, it was one of those two. Shout out! but they were talking about how um or it might have been two judgy girls it was one of those but anyways they were talking about how you know um if he really was losing it and losing his mind and erica knew this this whole time Mm. why didn't she tell anybody oh knowing that he's still practicing law why didn't she tell anyone Dude, good point. And and the question was, did she have a responsibility to? I don't know. I don't know. That that would be a tough one. I mean, she's his wife who... I know, that's a really good question. Yeah. And, and... And, and, and you know if it's if if it's not true, then uh, I don't even know, dude. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that thought. But, but yeah, go ahead. I think that I think that like there should she should have at least raised it to a doctor. Now we're not going to be privy to like medical history about peeps, right? Necessarily, but it's like. I feel like, like, like if there was actually truth to it, like maybe she would have told someone about going to see the doctor because she's concerned or like something to prequel, like all of a sudden, like he is long gone. It was like all of a sudden. It, it came it came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was in Tahoe talking about what a workhorse and how amazing and great and what a great lawyer he is. Workhorse. <laughs> Her words, not mine. It's a 47-year-old uh, word, maybe. Um so speaking of, you know, his um alleged well, I don't speaking of his dementia and you brought up the inconsistent stories could come back to bite her. Let's talk about the car mm. accident. Because <sighs> we want to talk about inconsistent. That was weird. 
So she, so tell me if I understood her story correctly. He was driving. He drove off a cliff. Or he rolled out of his car off the cliff. He was unconscious for 12 hours. And Uh. he called her. But she also found him unconscious for 12. I don't know. I, I didn't understand. I need some clarification. <laughs> Dude, that's about what I got from it was that, like, originally the ha- other housewives knew that he hurt his ankle. Like, they were playing that bit from 2017 with Erica and I think Kyle at dinner. Yeah. Talking about. Yeah, he's fine. He just he just hurt his ankle or something. But then she like rehashes it this time and she's like, Well, that's not all what happened and said everything that you had mentioned, like driving the car off the cliff <laughs> and or rolled out of it. Um, Sorry, that's and- not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she said something about like the turny topsy turny road behind their house. And then like kind that of he's driven on every uh, day for like 30 <laughs> years <laughs> yeah and how he was unconscious for 12 point i was like thinking in my head because because he, erica found him just like she got said- him too that's what you that's what you heard too but i was like did she get him home and then he she was like monitoring and uh, monitoring him for 12 hours and he was unconscious or like did he go to the hospital well, she said that he she she found him unconscious <laughs> and then later said that he called her after he got in the accident and she just thought, you know, he was with some other woman after he fell off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> she and said she found came- him unconscious, but then also said that he called her. <laughs> he only came out of it with a broken ankle. Right. <laughs> This, this oh, 80-something-year-old man. <laughs> oh, but is that the, is that what she's blaming on his mental incapacity then? Is she like oh, inferring that he that he hit his head because of this accident and that's how he started like losing his mind or something? Like, is she thinking that's proof that he's like demented now? <laughs> Why would she <laughs> share that? That's, I, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> Either that or she's using the fact or the alleged fact that he got in this accident as, you know, he wouldn't have gotten in this accident if he had been all there, if his mind was all there. It's either mm. one of those. I don't, I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. Although, speaking of him cheating, I and found apparently some texts oh him. god is it the old texts <laughs> <laughs> is it the old ass ones um i think so let's see yeah that erica released and then deleted yeah justice trisha yes. a bigelow <laughs> yes that one yep those texts are old why is she just mad about it now I think I just found this was well true because this article was published December 19th of 2020 on the sun. Oh, I remember. Uh-huh. I remember that day. <laughs> and and it says she says 
Are we going to be cussing on this podcast or no? Yes, I already have several times. Okay, okay. I don't think we can get demonetized on a podcast for cussing. That's just really only like YouTube, so we're good. Correct. Um, it has been Tom Dr- <laughs> Nice. She was fucking my husband, Tom Girardi, and he was paying her sex bill and paying for her plastic surgery. Oh. <laughs> So she say that's where the victim's money went. <laughs> Not to her $40,000 a month glam squad. <laughs> to the Bigelow. <laughs> uh, and oh. that, you know that Justice is now like married with kids. Like that's how old this is. Wow. Yeah. She, yeah. Isn't that wild? Is there a date in here? It doesn't say a year. I mean, they're like old ass Blackberry text messages. Uh huh. Yeah. That's and true. I think, imagine being this woman and like all these years later, your name gets thrown in the press like this because Erica is trying to divert attention. <laughs> well, she better come up with a cookbook or something to get on this <laughs> this attention train. I'm looking up um this person okay that's in the courtroom wow wild totally wild jeez i i wonder if erica will be back next season okay so i thought i had said some- he came up with a statement about that recently oh for real yeah, um, I thought I saw this just the other day. Uh, Ruthie, please don't pastor me right now. Oh. Okay, yeah, Andy Cohen reacts to Erica Jane firing demands. Oh, <laughs> demands. <laughs> and this was updated July 15th as the um, article I see here. Okay, so some fans have shown their support while others have asked why Cohen never fired her from the show. Erica should be fired. Shame on Andy Cohen. Tweeted. Um, Another time in writing, obviously Erica should have been fired already. Um, And then Cohen addressed the tweets from many fans on the July 12th episode of the serious show Radio Andy. Hey! Hey, Andy! And it says, I'm getting a lot of tweets erica from the show i'm like you realize that the show is wrapped we have shot it you cannot remove her from the show right so i guess he's dodging for the next season and i hear they don't make those decisions until after the reunion has aired or filmed i don't know which one would you not do that ruthie um and he says you'll see the reaction to this play out as weeks go on um okay or or here we go um um cohen teased that there's more to come of the pretty mess but i think is interesting is that the women found out this season it's like a mystery unraveling in every episode you start to get a little more um and you'll see the reaction to this play out as the weeks go on and it's fascinating it's like man I, that's good I, stuff yeah i'm like no let's not fire her from I want to know what I want to see this play out. 
yeah it's i mean like, you can get rid of her for next season i'm cool with that even though there may still be more after this but maybe you know. but it's so jen shaw i was just like after oh, reading yeah. that, i was saying to myself jen shaw and then i'm scrolling down here on this same article and it's like and jen shaw are at the top of the most problematic housewives and it's like i mean that's a real dose of what how criminal some of these people are yeah yeah i'm really <laughs> excited for the second season of salt lake though <laughs> oh. i cannot wait to see that play out and jen shaw should definitely mm. go to prison i mean i know innocent till proven guilty but you can't be scamming old people that's real messed up man yeah and that with both of them both erica and jen shaw it was like low, 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 low crimes. Yeah, this is not Teresa Judice, Judice, Judice. Um, this is this is. I don't even know if Teresa mm. knew what her husband was doing, and what he was doing in comparison to these two uh, ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. He was defrauding like oh. the government or or banks. like Dorit, allegedly. Oh, yeah, Dorit. <laughs> Dorit saying nothing in comparison to this. Because mm. these people oh. are preying off Erica and or Tom, allegedly, and Jen Shaw are preying off of the vulnerable. Yeah. Rather than just, like, all the taxpayers in ge- or the bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh. This is a real-life <laughs> podcast. I should have warned you on that. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> all right well do we want to talk uh, do we want to talk crystal and sutton mm, i'm down all right crystal <laughs> and sutton so i gotta grab a toy for this dog she's gonna pester me um, I, I see why you like crystal this episode yes why do i like crystal this episode Hardly in it. <laughs> I liked her. I liked her. Okay, let me tell you why I like Crystal this episode. So let me originally Crystal has come off to me as not and, and let me let me preface this by saying Sutton's behavior, her reactions, they're all not acceptable. You know, she goes way over the top. Um However, there's there's a time when you have to look and see somebody and how they're acting and understand this person ain't rational, walk away, you know? And, yeah. and Crystal, whether she knows it or not, but it's almost like they are so bad for each other. Like, because the way I can just feel Sutton as Crystal is doing her little smirks and making her little comments and, and and crystal is not wrong you just have to know when that is not the right time to be doing that um because you're you're make you're escalating the situation <laughs> yeah. maybe because maybe because i'm a teacher and i work with children and it's i am all about de-escalation so you can talk and get to a place of understanding mm. whereas crystal escalates the situation and 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 Sutton is not a hard one to escalate um but anyways what was I saying the reason why I liked where I I really liked Crystal in this episode is because 
she kind of just it seemed as though and I could be wrong but it seemed as though she didn't want to have nothing to do with the Erica stuff mm-hmm. and I, I was see like that. that's smart she was kind of like you know what I'm not touching this with a 10 foot pole let me hang out in the kitchen with Kyle while she cooks while Erica talks to the ladies let me not be near this nice um and I thought that was really good on her part. She was not playing into it. And that's that's the crystal that I like. And and you know, you see that with Sutton too. Like she, you know, she's not having anything to do with that nonsense. She's not playing into it. However, she does little things that escalate it. And I'm just like, no, stop. It's not her <laughs> fault. You know, it's not her fault. I, I just, I don't know. She's just missing that. That and I didn't like her using manic and crazy with Sutton, whose father committed suicide and had, she has mental health problems in her family. And I think about, you know, people and there are children too, who watch these episodes who have mental health problems. And then to use that as an insult against somebody could be really damaging for some people <laughs> and i'm not with that's that. true i don't mean to laugh at what you just said i was just <laughs> thinking about <laughs> there are a lot of people that have mental health problems all over the place oh for sure and most of them don't even know it <laughs> myself included me too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i honor everything you just said there i think this episode was kind of kindred f- because like it talked about crystals really like dad and how he went through dementia and alzheimer's and like mm-hmm. i think we got to see a little bit more about her like as behind the scenes and then sutton also like to try to ease erica's mind i guess as far as like if i can get through this you can get through anything talked about how her dad i guess two days before christmas or something mm-hmm. which you had mentioned before but i hadn't really heard the story and it just it i can definitely tell like she was playing it off as kind of like oh yeah that's what happened but like i can definitely tell there's a lot of trauma there and i bet crystal had some trauma her dad too going through like with the alzheimer's and stuff and she was explaining how he was like hitting his head oh, like God. when he couldn't remember stuff he would like hit his head really hard and like how much of an impact that had on her and and i think sometimes people when they go through similar traumas like that can bring you close together or it can you can meet it's just like it's just like a magnet like or the same or you're the science teacher if you put the negative and the positive oh. together <laughs> the negative and the negative uh-huh. together uh-huh. and the magnets like is it the negative and the negative i, I don't know we don't teach that in fifth grade <laughs> I don't teach that unit. <laughs> well, not on my curriculum. <laughs> there's a way to situate magnets where they like repel each other, even if it's yeah. the same magnet. It's like repelling. So I think that's kind of what they do to each other. Um, like I hear you on the words, but all like that whole situation was happened because of choices that Sutton made to like pick up the coat and go and take it to her room and like it was just it was just kind of weird 
how she was like oh what are you doing in here like that would have weirded me out too it was like it's 11 i'm naked i'm going to bed like it that was definitely me out. it was definitely weird and i can totally see how crystal would be weirded out by that um but i think being on the outside and looking at the situation Sutton is awkward. She gets uncomfortable really easily. And I feel like that was an awkward, uncomfortable reaction. And it was not appropriate. And it was not okay. But it didn't need to be a, like, four-plus episode storyline. For sure. But, like, Sutton's the one that... Like, even in this episode... Oh, yeah. She she brought up Crystal. She can't let it go because Crystal won't take back what she said, which... I mean, I don't, I don't blame Crystal for what she said. I don't condone the use of the words that she chose to use. But like, uh, this, um, I might have reacted the same way. I also can sympathize with Sutton because I've been in moments where I felt like upset or embarrassed or was the odd one out and then that just kept like getting mm-hmm. deep, more deeply and deeply ingrained and I got more and more, get more and more upset <gasps> I'm actually really glad you brought that up because let's actually talk about what happened before that, which was where Mm. she went off where Crystal actually tried to help Sutton out um, was that dinner where they were all texting each other were about, you know, Kathy. Yeah. (laughs) Bottoms up, Kathy. Pretending. The water. And, you know, Sutton seemingly like if, if this had been your first episode you'd ever seen of the housewives, you would think Sutton's reaction was totally out of control and out of nowhere. However, what we know of this group and what we know of these ladies and Sutton was there last year with them is they have a tendency to gang up and sneak around on people. True. So, of course, Sutton is going who's already sensitive of course, Sutton. I-, I might be a little worried too. However, I would also kind of just be like, well, fuck them and not care and let it go. Like, but we all know Sutton can't let things go. But mm-hmm. if you are at a table with all these women and they're all like texting and smirking and saying, hey, check your phone and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. After the season you just went through with them and how they did Denise, <laughs> I'd be like, fuck this season. They're doing it to me now. Man, that's a good point. Yeah. And, and Crystal and and crystal was the one who got the brunt of it and she had nothing to do with it she tried to help sutton but sutton was already all super escalated at that point (laughs) yeah like when she when they were in the car and she like kind of kicked her a little bit and was like or something or like they're playing a prank or whatever yeah i forget what she said okay but then yeah sutton got mad at her for kicking her yeah yeah you hurt me like Crystal was trying to help you out. And maybe that's where a lot of Crystal's attitude with Sutton comes from. You know, like I tried to help you out and you snapped on me because this happened before the code incident. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that could be. Um, hey, <laughs> hey, um, can we pause recording real quick? Because Ruthie's oh, about yeah. to pee on my floor. For sure. Okay, I'm gonna take her out real quick and then I'll send you <laughs> I'll send you another link to get in, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye.
Ruski. <laughs> all right, they're all potted again. Ruby nice. Nice. Guova says he's in about. It's she about was, time for him. She was getting ready to pop a damn squat. Aww. But I actually had a thought while I was taking them to the potty, which is, I actually don't blame Sutton or Crystal. I blame everybody else for what for their uh, conflict because I'm thinking, had I been there. And had I seen that situation going down, mm. I would have stopped it and been like, nope, we're not doing this right now. We're not doing it like this. Bro, that's a really good point. Kathy attempted to do that at Lisa Rinna's house. She was like, Lisa, this is your house. Break it up. <laughs> right. But then, like, just but maybe she accepted more. Yeah. And then talk to them separately. Like, you know, instead of, you know, they did a lot of this in a group. You know, and then everybody was chiming in in a group. And it's yeah. like, that's making it worse. And maybe that's just the nature of filming a show with the ensemble cast. But, like, come on now. Yeah, I bet that was, like, I don't know. They've gotten a lot of drama out of that moment. Maybe the others wanted the focus on them for some reason. Ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially after that could be. saying how much Beverly Hills sucks and how boring it is. Yeah. The seriously. season they're delivering. Dude, cute kitty would be such a good Beverly housewife. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she's laying here with her big old floofy belly all up. Aww. Pretty housewife. What a good girl. Man. Yeah, both Crystal and Sutton, I think, are like I mean, they're kind of filler. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the OG housewives still have talk in Beverly Hills. Like, Kyle's, like, the leader of the pack. Yep. And the richest housewife. Yep. Like, out of all the franchises. Oh, is she really? Yeah. That's Jesus. what I read recently. Damn. Mm-hmm. Maurizio, the agency. Aren't they gonna have are they gonna have a reality show about the agency? I don't know. Mm. Did you see that somewhere? Maybe I- that could be a pretty Yeah, I don't know. It kind of seems like he doesn't really want much to do with the show. Like he doesn't mind it really, but he doesn't like really make like significant effort to be a part of it like Harry Hamlin does with his bolognese <laughs> <laughs> well you know before um no we're not playing this game now um sorry my dog um before um the it was the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There was a possibility of it either being Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or a show about Kim, Kathy, and Kyle. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, which Kim is, like, now the one that's on the outs, I guess. Yeah. But she talks to Kathy. Yeah, but not Kyle. I can see that, though. They had some intense stuff go down on... Back in the day. You stole my goddamn house. 
Mm. Man, compared to New York, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, each of, I think each of the different seasons, I guess we're starting with Beverly Hills, but also New York and Potomac that are around right now, they're all just so different. I know. Like, New, York, New York, New York. You want to talk about New York now? Yeah. Okay, let's just get it over with. Are you still um, not on those chicken wings? No, I got an ice cream bar. <laughs> nice. Um, soy delicious cashew milk salted caramel. Okay, cool. Um, I, I couldn't tell. It kind of sounded like you had a bone in your mouth. And we're just <laughs> it was probably the popsicle stick. I was pulling the last of the chocolate off. Mm. Um. So I, you know, I wrote some notes about each franchise. And let me just tell you what I have written for Roni. Okay. I had a lot written for Beverly Hills. Here's what I have written for Roni. Mm. WTF question mark. Leah question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, Luann at the lunch. And what do we do about Ramona? That's all I have written. Oh, my God. Um... Where do you want to start with that? I uh, <laughs> I guess Leah. How are we feeling about Leah? Okay. So keep in mind, I ha- I don't think I've seen the most recent episode of New York. The last okay. one I saw was they were... <laughs> oh, the last one I saw was Ramona's friend. Um, losing it at the dinner table oh, I think, Sean. yeah i think they were still in salem <laughs> <laughs> so am i missing one episode uh one or two oh man i just I don't feel like it's changed very much one or not it has see and there we go it's just like been the same old episode <laughs> Brashawn had a point calling them boring <laughs> calling them a bunch of grandmas <laughs> <laughs> and like the way that the women react to Leah going crazy, like n- on numerous occasions, back to um, both of the black women, Ebony and Vershawn, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. on the show when they like get a little bit peeved. I mean, and that's just cause for escalation at that point. They got to put them in their place. Mm. Freaking Lou Ann. I yeah, cannot stand Lou Ann. Dude, for real. But like real like with Leah, since we're on Leah Man, like yeah. Leah thinks she's all woke and shit, but she's just as bad as the rest of them. She's like, I think more covertly racist, just as how yeah. as she like lives versus like being blatantly racist like a lot of the rest of them are. A really telling moment for Leah was when the whole issue with Heather Thompson, when she had the conversation with Ebony about um, Leah saying she might not vote in the election. And when Uh, Ebony brought that to Leah's attention and was like, hey, Heather said this and, you know, I got to say, you know, I kind of have a problem with this, too, with how much is at stake with this election for me. Mm-hmm. And Leah's reaction or non-reaction to that was such a problem. I mean, what did she say to Ebony? 
basically nothing. She ran and started yelling at Heather. Oh, right. Like from the balcony? Yeah. She did not mm-hmm. address Ebony's um, concerns whatsoever. It was all about how dare Heather be talking about me. Mm. And I feel like that a lot of that was to avoid having that conversation with Ebony and to take that spotlight off of her. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. She's feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Because she was, it, it, it was like she was getting shown in that moment. So then she ran and started yelling at Heather. That's a good point. I think Ebony gives Leah a lot of grace. Oh, yes. Leah was the one that kind of, like, brought her into this. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby and... gives them all a lot of grace. hmm Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That woman is a saint. She's using her, her, her platform for... Believes in and... Like, I guess since she was at Fox News, one of the episodes, it might have been the last one... She talked about how at Fox News, like, everybody was, like, these women. So, like, she knows how to deal with them. (laughs) 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 It might have been when she was. She's like, she's like, these are my bread and butter. Like. I just, I, I got to get off social media. I'm trying, but like, oh. even to see all these motherfuckers online blaming the failure that is this season of Roni on Ebony is ridiculous. Man. No way. No, not at all. And like, okay, like, why? So, especially since everything, I don't know. I just feel like Salem was a really. Yeah. Like, what if she, what if Leah had chosen some place where she could, like, empower Ebony to to teach more history to the women somehow or, like, have Ebony's back? Like, yeah. As far as, like, helping her to share her story versus not saying shit. Exactly. It's wild, man, because you have other housewives of other franchises who have taken the cast on vacation and taught them about themselves. Bethany took them on a whole skinny girl trip to taste Mm. her tequila and sell her brand. She was she could do that and nobody complains about it. Nobody on social media, nobody online. But. Mm You know, Ebony takes them to a dinner in Harlem, and suddenly the reason why the show sucks is all her fault. Is okay. So that was the dinner where they got called a bunch of grandmas. (laughs) 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 Which is spot on. Yeah. So really came out of the blue. I I like her same she was so quiet the first couple episodes <laughs> and then when she called them a grandma i was like finally somebody speaking the truth on this show <laughs> and the finally. way they reacted to it sonia included was so foul and oh, i yeah. love sonia i'm a sonia stan i love sonia! her, I her. <laughs> it was alcohol 
Yeah. Um, however, the way stop it. The way Sonia reacted and and Luann who gets so defensive. Um, where was I going with this? This dog. It was intense. Um, yeah, and it's like it's it, it was because they were called grandmas. They're yeah. so offended by it. And it's like, well, you are old and she's not <laughs> You know, she's just saying it to make a point that she's bored. They had that poor woman in tears by the end. It wasn't okay. Fair. Um, although I kind of got a hand it to Sonia because she she didn't back down. Like she wasn't afraid to battle <laughs> with Bershawn. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just left. And Sonia was like, I'm not afraid. <laughs> Which I feel like kind of like kind of like relieves her even more because she's not necessarily seeing a color. She just pissed that yeah. like she got called a grandma versus black women who we saw in an earlier episode with Ebony and Luann often get accused of being like angry or upset really yeah. and and like how oh my god that is and sonia didn't react like that so i kind of got a hand it to her in that way but still it was like really over the top yeah and she was also drunk and we've seen sonia drunk a million times acting cra- wild mm-hmm. um but you know brashan came to them the next day and was like she ended up apologizing and being like you know this is how I talk to my friends like we you know we call each other like we rag on each other all the time we'll call each other boring if we're bored we'll call each other grandmas and she was like I wasn't you know I guess she was like I I don't know you all like that yet to be talking with you that way <laughs> um, and it's like Listen, you can't say anything to Luann. True. Taking the higher road. There is nothing you are going to do to change her mind. It's it's uncomfortable. Luann has a brick for a head. Why is Luann still on the show and not Dorinda? Oh, that's that's okay. Here's the thing. So everybody, you know, I think. One thing that I think everybody can agree on is this season is a little well, maybe not you, because I think you're enjoying the season. Didn't you say you were enjoying the season? The, the last episode made it up, or the, <laughs> the last episode I watched was good. <laughs> so, so I think there's a lot of people hogging uh, up a hair dog. Cheyenne's hair having dog. reverse sneezes. <laughs> It might take her a minute. Like a pig. That's okay. Um, she doesn't do this often. Usually, it's Ruthie who has the reverse shy. She's so pretty. Such a can good I help girl. you, Shy? Can I help you? Let me do. A, let me do a trick. Ready? Didn't work. Okay, it works with Ruthie. Um, damn, Cheyenne. Um. So I think one thing that a lot of people agree on is this season is kind of lame. It's kind of <laughs> painful to watch. Yes. Here's yes. the thing is the we only have five people on the cast. I think we need one or two more people on this cast. One of them being Dorinda. 
I would love to get a Tinsley back just because I like who Tinsley is as a person. Um, but yes, somebody else. I was thinking of Tinsley too, and also Dorinda and Tinsley's in a weird way way. was kind of enticing um jen (laughs) shaw just went live on instagram i want to can i see if you can hear her if i click oh yeah go for it okay can you hear anything no oh wait no oh man here let's see how about no Are you there? <laughs> we lost her. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send a new link. So the start of this next segment was after we had recorded um, us interacting with Jen Shah's Instagram Live, but the audio sounded nuts. So we are taking it out of this episode. Yo, yo. <laughs> yo, that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> but homie, did you listen to it to see if it picked up the audio? Oh, no, I haven't yet. But it, it will have because I had it playing on my computer and I'm talking on my, I'm recording on my phone. Dude. We could really, we could do more. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> I'll <That'll> use <laughs> the cave syndrome <laughs> Instagram next time. <laughs> Dude, yes, in screenshot as you're doing it, do screenshots of um of um our comments. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah wow that was wild (laughs) as hell what is she talking about she has a potomac booty was she talking about wendy that's what i want to know it must have been because wendy is intense i love wendy those cupcakes were like way over the edge. Oh, they were, but the, when she had her sons eat yes. them, I died. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh my god, that's so grody. That but, was... but also not. <laughs> Dude, that shit made me laugh. <laughs> mm. Just to see, it was like she was, um, oh god, why? I can't... She was trolling her children. <laughs> her and her husband were trolling them. Her mm-hmm. husband is probably the most beautiful husband on of all the franchises. He is gorgeous. I need to look him up. I don't remember what he looks like. Eddie. He is beautiful. Let me look up this guy. So on my... I'm guessing we're done with New York. There's not really much to... Yeah, I gotta catch up. For Potomac, I just wrote down, you know, like, Mia, Wendy versus Mia, Giselle versus Karen, and then, oh, my sweet darling, Ashley. Ashley? I like Ashley. She's real. I don't like Michael. I like Ashley after she gave you that cameo, most. Yes. <laughs> The moment I started liking Ashley, 
was when she came um I never strongly disliked her but the moment I started to more like love Ashley was when she um came on the show after just having Dean and had the postpartum depression ever since then I've loved Ashley because you just want to like protect her uh oh are you there I'm alone again hello <laughs> I, was in there, I was in there talking to myself all of a sudden <laughs> it just popped out Oh, dang. I don't know. Maybe the app crashed for you. But, um, well, you were, we were talking about New York's done. So we moved on to Potomac, right? Yeah, we were talking about Ashley. Ashley. The the moment I started really liking Ashley was when she came on the season after just having had Dean and had postpartum depression. Because that was actually real. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, and, and I'm loving her this season so far. She's just, and I think that's the thing with Potomac, of all the franchises, I feel like they Potomac has the most real people. I would agree with that. Especially Robin and Ashley. Yeah, and I mean, even all the rest of them, even Karen and all yes. her weirdness is like hurts herself. Yes. Uh, and I feel like they're ones who, if you were to see them like out in the wild, in the real world, I feel like they would be really genuine with you. Yeah. I don't know. They just seem more like real people. Yes. What'd you say? Oh God, Candace. Yeah. Maybe not Candace. Maybe not Candace. I agree with that. Just because she seems like she's got no time for anybody but herself, really. Yeah, and she's kind of into the theatrics. Mia is the mm-hmm. new one, right? Yeah. I guess we're we're giving it the five episode. Yes. Yeah. But like so far I don't really mind her she did just straight up tell everybody all about all the plastic surgery yeah Uh, I'm trying to reserve judgment on her I don't there's some of the little things that she says in regards to Wendy and her husband that just are not cool like oh I see I see you're that jealous that you can't that you wait until after I say I had all like she makes every when it comes to Wendy Mia makes everything about herself oh yeah like how Mia thought because she shared all about her stuff Wendy shared about her butt because of that yes (laughs) and and she's just she's she's a little nasty when it comes to Wendy yeah I think she senses Wendy's strong energies (laughs) <laughs> which fair enough I kind of you know I, I just I love Wendy though I just love Wendy and I love her husband and I love her kids man so it's like man leave Wendy alone Wendy let, but- let Wendy warm up to you on her own time you being nasty with her is not gonna help fair fair she did get invited right? yes yes she did 
Wendy seems like she's going to be picking up the steam, though. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by that? Well, there's, like, the sound bite going around where where Wendy's like, you can't trust anybody. Oh, yeah. That whole sound bite. I wonder what that'll be about. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I don't know. I just feel, I feel like Wendy is very astute. She's very observant. And I feel like, you know, whether she's right or she's wrong, she's observing some things about Mia that don't sit well with her. And she's she's genuine. She's not going to fake it. That's true. And isn't she a lawyer? She's a professor. Okay. Yes. And a political commentator. Uh-huh. So she's been like on MSNBC a lot. Okay. Um, but it's like she's just, you know, observing some things with Mia, like how Mia is Karen's friend and how, and I'm sorry, it was really fake when Giselle is arguing with Karen and Mia steps in and is like, you know, I just met Giselle, but I'm sitting next to her and like, I forget what she said, but it was such brown nosing, kissing ass. And Wendy was looking across the table like, girl, bye. Why are you even talking right now? Yeah. She was like, and I think Giselle's really sweet or like something. something She's a good person. I can just tell. I can just (laughs) sense these things. And the only one who is sensing anything at that table is Wendy. Mm -hmm. I think you know how I feel about Juan and Michael oh god we can talk about that another time (laughs) (laughs) I will never agree on that I know we agree about a lot of stuff but we do disagree on some things which is is a good to talk good way to talk yes well let me ask you this since you brought Juan up how do you feel about Juan and Robin right now this season Uh, I might need, I still need to catch up a little bit on the Potomac, but. So, have you watched the episode? So, when. Yeah, when they're all home. And one, so Robin has been sleeping during the day a lot. Ah, yeah. And one is like, you need to wake up, you need to get out of bed. Um, yes. What, what's your take on that? I mean, my take on that is if my mom slept into 11 o'clock in, in the morning, like, we wouldn't have been able to function. Yeah, and she's actually sleeping until 2 p.m., he said. And she was like, <laughs> say 12. Yeah, so, like, what are the kids? And in, in this most recent episode, um, there was a clip where, I forget if it was Corey or Carl, one of the kids was getting into logging into online school because Robin was still in bed and Juan saw. So Juan um, went and got the kid up. Uh, And so the kid ended up being a few minutes late to class and you could hear the teacher on his computer saying, um, you know, school's really important right now. This is your job. You need to make sure your mom is getting you up on time. Mm. So it's not, so it seems like this is something that's been going on. That's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, like, as far as how I feel about it, I think, 
it's kind of irresponsible, but like at the same time with COVID, mm-hmm. like we're all going through this trauma together and it sounds like one way she's reacting is by sleeping in really late. I don't know. Yeah. Feel for her. Like I can, I totally understand Juan's frustration and, and I think they, I, I, it's a tough situation. I totally understand Juan's frustration, but I also kind of feel for Robin. Cause it's like, you know, she, and she's she's admitted she's like yeah I am sleeping there's nothing to do and we but I never knew lockup was gonna last this long and you can tell she's just kind of going through it right now mm-hmm. and and it just you know it's a shame her kids will not be we're not the only kids logging in late to their classes I can tell you that much sure. <laughs> 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 I think maybe she's a little bit depressed. What's going on with the house? Um, they're building a new house. Maybe it's being stressed or something, but yeah. I didn't like I I was kinda like, man, that's that's pretty late to sleep in, but what'd you say? You cut out. At the same time it's like, well, it seems like Juan is around anyway. Yeah, I so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, take the morning shift, let Robin have the night shift and call it a day. Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what Juan is doing. It sounds like um I what I did like about Juan is is man, I felt so um like like he I felt so connected to him because when they went to get their smoothies, um he was keeping his damn mask on in that place. He was like, I'm not taking any chances. Like, I'm not. He's like, this is the first time I've been in a place during this pandemic. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, he's one of us. That's that's nice to hear. Yeah. I like one. And I like Robin. And I like their kids. Yeah. I mean, they seem like a pretty normal family. Normal normally yeah yeah, for these days (laughs) (laughs) um i love potomac potomac is just such it's like an instant um uh an instant uh mood lifter like i watch it and i just feel normal like everything all the anxiety everything just melts away it's funny it brings drama it's joyful like it is like the perfect show mm-hmm. yeah i need to catch up we should maybe next friday potomac can be our focus sounds good to me although we will want some beverly definitely yeah, yeah Potomac can be the focus but I, I have a feeling we're gonna have a good erica episode on beverly hills oh, oh my god. god yeah i'm I got it. I found a good bootleg channel that jumbles it up <laughs> <laughs> just enough. <laughs> we need spot. Yes. Uh, but yo, I'm. Are you down to call it a night for a little? Yeah, bit? yeah. I mean, I think we covered everything. That was really. 
that was really enjoyable to get all that out. Hell yeah, for sure. And I'm gonna like, I'll, yeah. I'll edit this and piece them together. Well, uh, well, I guess we can text about this. <laughs> uh oh, you still there? Well, peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening.